This podcast is brought to you by Backwards Hat Films and is recorded at Triptych Media Studios. I'm a renegade. I'm a rebel. Don't worry about it. I'm a renegade. I'm a rebel. Welcome once again, everyone, to the one, the only, the Wrestling Open Forum. God, I am so happy to be here again, dude. Yeah, we, we finally oh. got our name. We like our, we got our name. It's set. We got graphics. We got it up. We even have Twitter dude, now. Once you're on the Twitter, it's yes. for real. We have, we have three <laughs> followers. Those three so followers are So if you can, strong. if you're listening to this podcast, please get on. Well, you don't have to get off the podcast, but after this podcast, <laughs> go on your Twitter and our Twitter handle is Open Forum Show. You literally just ran them off. Yeah. <laughs> open Forum Show. Just follow us so we at least look legit. We need to be legit started. with you guys. We just started this thing. Like, we just started it, so it's got to build. Oh, it's going to build. that's the fun. Like, that's what I tell everybody. The fun part of anything that you do is the build. Absolutely. Like, getting from point A to point B or getting from an idea to, like, a popular show. This that's is the, like, the fun part is the journey. This is like the grappling part of... At the beginning yeah. of the match. Yeah, we're just grappling. Right. Yeah, well, no, we we're just, we just came out of training. We just came out. We we just came out. Of I like training. that better. Yeah. And we're 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 just getting our like each episode is going to get better. It's going to get so more formatted. Not... It's going to get better flow. So what? what would I already you think say? this we're... intro is better than the last intro. Uh yeah, hands down, dude. This one is really good. Yeah, this so, one's here to stay. So I mean, we're right. Just if you're listening to this, we're right out of training, and we're learning. <laughs> we're learning our technique. We're learning as we go. Like this show right here so is going like to be our second match. This show is <laughs> this show is going to be really good because it's not as WWE. Yeah, this is the first. If you listen to our first episode, uh, if you're one of the like ten people that listened to our first episode, <laughs> um, that was really WWE heavy, and this is not. We 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 no. like when me and Dutch tossed around this idea and started putting putting everything together. We really wanted to be like independent based. And almost like a part of the interruption style show. Absolutely, yeah. With independent wrestling, uh, we think it's and uh, I mean it's it's been no secret if you listen to if you didn't listen to the first episode, it's no secret that uh, we have a big announcement at the end of the show. Uh, but the end goal is to make this thing live every Tuesday, and then it'll be it'll be available for listening on our podcast. Yeah. On all of our podcast networks, which you got some big things happening there. Oh yeah, and have people like call in. Yeah, it's do it live on Tuesday nights, uh, an hour before. Uh, Smackdown. Ooh, I like that a and, lot. Yeah, right before the and you, show. And anybody can call in. We're going to give out the number. We're going to have a website that you can listen. It's going to have the number posted. And anybody can call in at any time. And if we can get to it, we're going to get you on. And you can give us any topic you want to talk about. And we'll talk about it with you. And it doesn't not, matter not what, it us, not, what it is. You're not going to give yeah. us a topic. And we're not going to discuss it between ourselves. Our goal is to have you call in and we discuss the topic that you want to talk about with you. So God. that's that's the main that's the big goal and I th- and like I said we got a big announcement at the end of the show so you're gonna have to wait till then <sighs> or just put your finger on the little screen and slide, and slide it over and, <laughs> and you can get the big announcement then come back that just make them a douchebag huh yeah yeah but don't be that guy yeah without further ado I am Patrick beside of me is my co-host Dutch hello 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 we are the official host of the Wrestling Open Forum show I just love the name of that. It sounds Wrestling so professional. Forum. I, it's weird because it, it's 
we say wrestling. I always want to say wrestling's open forum show. That's what I tried to. But that's yeah. weird because yeah. like in the in the title, I don't want a apostrophe s. In no, the title. I don't want so, wrestling open yeah, forum. So yeah. then we're just sti we're sticking with wrestling open forum show. It's really wrestling open forum, but I guess you got to put show behind it to. Yeah, you got to make people understand it's it. a show because then they're gonna, then they're gonna might think it's a website. They may think it's a blog. No blog here, yeah, dude. No, but I mean it's like it's a audio it's even audio blogging. blog. We're not I even I'm, I'm, I'm not, I've never gotten into blogging. Is it augging? Uh, Audiogging. <laughs> Audiogging. That's what we're doing that's just, here. That's a weird mouthful. Yeah. And <laughs> so, if uh, I granted this is the second episode, and uh, even though we have confidence in ourselves and confidence in this product, we know that we hasn't got out as much as we want it to yet. So it's going to. Yeah. So real quick, what we do here is we have five topics every week. Uh, we record this on Tuesday. It, it's published on Wednesday. Uh, after the date that we announce at the end of the show, uh, we're going to do it live. It's going to be available live, uh, like I said, on our website that's being built right now, as well as hopefully some other websites that can promote it And uh, on Tuesday nights. And then it will always be available at midnight on Wednesday for your listening pleasures. If you're up that late, we know some of y'all are probably like, yeah. uh, got work, but hey, you know what? Who needs to go to work? Or, you know, once again, like we've said, you can listen to it in the bathtub. Yeah. You have, home? you have my word. It will be up at midnight, Wednesday morning. Listen so, to it with your girl. See what she thinks. Yeah. She'll love it. She might. She'll love your voice, Dutch. You think so? I don't know. I've been told it's nice and sweet. So Maybe. Not <laughs> mine. Not my little country accent. I'm trying to do a good job of being what the hell? neutral. Yeah. I'm trying to be neutral here. But, uh, but yeah. So we have five topics uh, that we pick right now. These are pretty uh, good. Yeah, that we pick right now. When until we go live, when we go live, we're we're starting the show. We'll have like three backup topics just in case we don't get any phone calls. Yeah. But hope the, the like I said, the goal is for people to call in and give us topics and we discuss it. And that's that's awesome. That's what I'm looking the most forward to. Absolutely. Uh, just not knowing, and then I think you get the truest answers and the truest. Uh, opinions whenever you don't know the question that's coming yeah yeah and that's completely different than what we're doing Love now. It. but i mean we're going to give you we're going to try our best to give you our, our honest opinions and uh play devil's advocate and just juggle around the topics Absolutely. that we have today so we have five topics it's like a i always tell everybody it's like a pardon the interruption type show mm -hmm. so pti we don't time it but we try to stay within like two or two to three to four minutes each topic each and topic, then go to yeah. the next uh, Some topics are going to take a little yeah, bit longer. Sometimes we get carried away, but uh, we digress but yeah. a lot. Yes, we, we <laughs> yes. If uh, me and Dutch are both very ADHD, so if we get off a topic, I, we try to pull each other back. And so. when we have that third person, they usually put us in check. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I forgot about that. And some some we want to bring in a third person uh, sometimes, and we're going to also going to do specials with uh, interviews uh, with some of the independent wrestlers, wrestlers yeah. that, that we're friends with. Um, just a little background story. I, I run a promotion in North Carolina that's somewhat successful, and uh, Dutch is like a super fan. The right? super fan. Well, I like to say I'm a super fan of mainstream wrestling, but I'm getting into the indie scene. So, so when we put this idea together, it was it was an interesting concept because me and Dutch would always talk about wrestling, and I don't really watch much wrestling outside of like independence mm -hmm. or what mm -hmm. what we do at PWX. Or anything like that, and Dutch is all over it. So Dutch will give me his opinion, and he and he gives a fan perspective of an opinion. Yeah. And then I look into it as like a business perspective and like an insider perspective. Absolutely. Uh, even on things that I know nothing about, I just assume that try to try to get an understanding of what's going on behind the scenes or from a business standpoint yeah. of why they do this. So it's a good dynamic between the two of us. Uh, and I think yeah, it's a pretty it's good fun. thing because like yeah. uh, I didn't know much about independent circuit wrestling until probably late. 
2016 when I got offered the the job at uh, well, that, well that wasn't really it was high spots. Yeah. When I had the opportunity to do the documentaries, we did oh, like yeah. Elgin yeah. and we uh, did, yeah. we have, Matt uh, Riddle and stuff like that. One of our sponsors is the uh, Backwards Hat Films, who does the be Beyond the Mat. Is it, yeah. No, it's not Beyond the Mat. It's Behind the behind Curtain. The, no, yep. I don't, whatever it's called. They do. They do. Uh, beyond the Ring? No. Is no. it Beyond the Ring? It's a Look Beyond. That's what it's called. That's it. That's yeah. It. We've, done, we've done Joey Ryan, uh, Matt Riddle, and Michael Elgin, and we're about to do a third, a fourth one and a fifth installment. So oh, I can't wait. Those are in the works. And, uh, we'll yeah, post Dutch, them. Yeah, we, we you're, play a big part in that with that company. But, uh, yeah, so we've introduced ourselves. So we ran through everything. We've introduced ourselves. We explained this format of the show. Uh, we have five topics that are your pretty good topics. And we look good. And yeah, we look good for an audio podcast. <laughs> That's how we roll. We definitely have we dress the faces up for this. To talk into microphones. <laughs> Literally but, yeah. wearing Charlotte Hornets uh sweatpants. Sweatpants with the red Angel Rose shirt. That's my girl. Shout out to Angel Rose. Angel Rose. L E X. Hey. Good luck on the arm, girl. Oh yeah, it's better, I think. Yeah. Yeah. She sent me a picture. She was like I was like, Hey, you doing okay? She sent me a picture and she was like, It's all good, dude. I'm ready. Nice. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I can't Toughest wait. Toughest chick ever. That's a bad chick. Yeah, <laughs> toughest chick ever. All, All right, right, so, so you ready to dive it. into this? Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. Without further ado, it is time for topic numero uno. All right, Dutch. It has it was reported on Pro Wrestling Sheet mm-hmm. at ProWrestlingSheet.com. Yep. That WWE has signed new con- updated con- new updated contracts. Yep. With the UK talents of Pete Dunne. Mm. Tyler Bate. Oh yeah. Trent Seven. Okay. Oh. Wolfgang. Yeah. And Mark Andrews. Okay. And the difference, I know they were on like a weird contract status after the UK tournament where they can they'd work NXT tapings, then they do the UK stuff, but they were yep. allowed to do independent bookings as well. I don't know the terms the terms of these the new contracts. Yeah. All I know that it was reported on Pro Wrestling Sheet that they are now set to work at NXT. So be a part of NXT on oh, full time, like full time, as well as report to the Performance Center mm-hmm. where they re- where they yeah. work out at the Performance Center yep. on a weekly basis, like everybody else. Like shout out to Brewer, Antron Brewer. Oh man, just, Brewer, you're gonna kill it, dude. But yeah. yes. So give me your opinion because did did you watch the UK tournament? I did not watch the UK tournament, but, but I did see their match they had uh, last pay per view. Oh, at. Uh, NXT. Backlash. No. no, no, it was NXT uh, it was Chicago Takeover. Yeah, Takeover yeah, yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, it was, was the night before. Which was insane. Oh my gosh. Yeah, these. Like, I have to say, like, like literally, that's probably one of the best matches I've ever seen. Like top yeah. ten matches of all time. Well, it's. And I think the reason why it was so good is because you didn't really like. For me, mm-hmm. of course, the reason why it's in my top ten is because I didn't know the guys very well, like maybe other people do, and follow yeah. the UK tournament or watched them in like indie bookends. Like I said, I'm still new to the indie scene, so when I saw um, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate, man, they tore the house down, and there was moves that I just—I I don't even know what this, I was speechless at yeah. the end of it. It's so it's so insane because I like I know the f- the few people that had. Uh, had a part in booking the UK tournament, mm-hmm. but the stories that they created out of that UK tournament, like you need to watch that if you ever had like it's two day tournament. Yeah, um, they had. Uh, I mean, they had all these guys like like Trent Seven. The crazy thing is like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go independent real quick. Now Trent Seven, there, there's a thing. That is. There's a thing called uh, British Strong Style. There's a group. 
three, really? three, like three guys, British okay. strong style. And this is on the independence, like progress, uh, progress primarily. Like, have you ever heard of progress wrestling? No. Progress wrestling is one of the biggest. It's like a, it's a company in, uh, the UK that, uh, I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain it. It's like, it's like the underground. They do like clubs. Like, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Ziggy's that we did. Yeah. But I don't want to compare us because they're. I mean, our product is similar to theirs, but theirs, yeah, yeah. like the way they do it in the punk rock sure, kind of feel sure. they do, is amazing and, un- and unprecedented. Yeah, yeah. Like over here, but uh, is it like the punk rock show? Oh they yeah, had it's, like, at, they, it's um, like they have the punk rock music. Should like punk, this if they, if you took punk rock music and yeah. made it wrestling. That's, that's what, what progress is. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, like they have the light shows. And some I'm a of it, big like, punk rock guy. Yeah, so. like I mean, I'll show you some of the stuff when we get off here. But uh, yeah, like so the crazy thing is British Strong Style. Yeah, is Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven. Oh well, they got all three. Yeah, dude. So could they so do like a if I'm not mistaken? If I'm not mistaken, Tyler Bate was trained by Pete Dunne. Wait, so, what? Yeah. So how young is that kid? Pete who? Pete Dunne. He's only like 24. I, w- I want to say his early 20s. And Tyler Bates, what, 19? Like mid, maybe mid-20s. Yeah, Tyler Bates, 19. Yeah. So these guys like are the, were the, some of the top heel guys in uh, like Progress. Yeah. And yeah. Progress is one of the biggest. There's like two big – I want to say there's two big promotions. There's a lot of promotions in like England. Sure. But the two biggest are Progress and Rev Pro. Okay. Oh, I, and, see, like, I know Rev, Rev Pro. Pro. Rev Pro yeah. is like the like standard like big venue. Like sure. they do, they do this hall that's beautiful. Sure, sure. That they do most of their shows in, but they're like the standard like screens up, entrances and all this stuff. So it's more like Twitter, Rebel versus Twitter, Resistance. Yeah, like like Progress is like the punk rock okay. under, underground yeah, yeah, yeah. feel thing. It's grunge. Yeah, if you if you have to watch Pro- Progress, is so entertaining. I'm gonna so have to watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where I know these guys. Now, from. did they come to uh, the super shows? Yes, I they did. So, but the they punk did, rock. They did the WWN super shows. Okay. In Orlando. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Progress did. Because uh, uh, Ethan we, was part we of did that, Rev right? Pro. No, no, no. Ethan was not part no, of that. No, no, no. I don't think any of our guys were. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, we did uh, we did Rev Pro. Okay. Yeah. At yeah. WrestleCon, and uh, they did the progress. Did the WWN, which was the other group. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So uh, Wolfgang Mark Andrews used to be in TNA. It's Mandrews, which he's a, he's a what was his he's name? a super awesome guy. Like I've met him and have can had conversations with him a lot. Uh, Mark Andrews and TNA, of course, don't really know what to do with him. They they gave him a little bit of a push with what the di- X Division and stuff, but uh, like he like he shined at the. At the UK I know tournament, Mark Andrews. The blonde hair. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I do know. Yeah, he, his gimmick was Mandrews. Mandrews. And he's from Progress too. All these guys are from Progress. I don't. I don't know about Wolfgang. I don't know if Wolfgang's ever been. In, I've never seen him in Progress. Uh, but Wolfgang is. Uh, I had never heard of him until the UK tournament. And he's just a. Big you said dude. never until then. Until well, the UK got, tournament. He's kind of a okay. Yeah, he's a yeah. big dude with the beard. And, but he's agile, and he—I mean—he's amazing performer. He kind of reminds me <laughs> of a fabulous freebird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like, I can see that. Seriously, he really does. Like these—I mean, it, it was—is expected because of the situation at hand that these guys were going to sign. But yeah. uh, I mean, I think with all the people going up to the main roster from NXT, yep. like they need. That new crew to come in. And I'm glad you touched on that because that was the next thing that I was about to say is I really feel like with 
Dude, they only had like four people like really leave the company. But the thing is, at the same time, they need more talent anyway. Well, I mean, they because took... what they want to do is have hour to hour wrestling that just like just picks your brain, and you're like, "Wow, these guys are really good." Yeah, well, and I really well, feel like the, a lot of these people are getting crapped on because when they go to the main ro- roster, they're not being used adequately. Yeah, I mean, it's because maybe maybe when they're in NXT, they're like big fish in a small pond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As uh, opposed to when they get to the main roster, that that big fish is small compared to the other fish in, sure, the, in, sure. in, the, in the ocean. You sure. see what I'm saying? And see, this is what... it's hard. It's, it's not as easy as it is in NXT to bring in somebody that's hot on the indies. Like when they brought Hero back in. Like they can bring Hero back in, but you can't have Hero just show up on Raw. On Raw. And no. come in and, it's a different and, product. And, and call out like one of the top guys. Sure. It's never going to fly. No. So, I mean, they have to – I understand the fact that – and people are going to hate me for saying this. I understand they have to build these NXT guys up. Like, I think they've done – I think they've done well with Nakamura. Sure, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I think that on SmackDown they've done great with him because, like, Nakam- one of Nakamura's big uh, big assets is his entrance. Absolutely. And, like, they post his every entrance, like third entrance on, Smack- on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, and, and he always gets the biggest pop. Always. And his, you know his wrestling is going to take care of itself. Absolutely. So you have to. So it always the, does. The big thing is you have to carry that aura from NXT to SmackDown. Yep. yep. And, and I think they've done that So what do you think? Um, speaking of all these guys coming over, making a big name for themselves. Now, Ty Dillinger just came from NXT and he's going to SmackDown. Uh-huh. Do you think they're going to use him? Right. No. I mean, I think he'll just be in the mid card. Yeah. I think so, too. And I mean, and I think I don't necessarily hate that. And I don't like. I don't mean. I don't want to get it off of the topic of them, which yeah. we'll come back to them because I have a point to make with, sure, with, sure. with the UK guys. Like I think he, that's where he deserves to be because yeah. I'm a firm believer. Like I've had this conversation with guys before, and this is just my opinion. Uh, I'm a firm believer that you have to have those mid card guys. Yeah, like they're they're almost as important as the main event guys or the top yeah. guys because you have to have a talent that's good enough to carry that crowd through the middle the mid portion of the show. Absolutely, you have or to. Or else you're going to lose them and when you get to when you get to you shouldn't have drank that cream soda. Yeah, that cream soda is uh, killing me. <laughs> and uh, when you get to the end if if the if the people in the in the middle of the car don't carry that energy and do their job right, they're not going to be built up Absolutely. to the to the end of the show. But so the I feel UK like guys. I feel like he's like he gets that pop, that 10 pop. Yeah. So you can put him anywhere on the card, and like you have a dull match that you know is not going to live up to the hype. Sure. And then you put him out there in a match, and no matter if the match is five minutes, yeah, or, or like he did or, with Aiden or English, ten minutes, yeah, yeah. Like you put him out there, and when you put him out there, the crowd's going to get hype because yeah. they they get to do the ten thing. Yeah, That's absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He's so, a hype yeah. man. Yeah. So now back to this, I think, like what I love about this, and and I understand the the point of doing a UK championship and. That's kind of weird now because sometimes they, like they defend, they'll defend it on takeover specials and they put it they show up on NXT every once in a while. So do you think? So speaking of that UK championship and all these UK wrestlers, um, would you consider that UK championship maybe a heavyweight championship or would you call I it a mid like, like a United States championship? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And I know a lot of people right now are not happy with the US championship. One, the look, and two, the size. And I know there's a lot of people right now. You mean like the belt? Yeah, the belt itself, yeah. yeah. Which, excuse me, I can understand why they don't like 
the belt because it's not your traditional but it's looking be belt. And that's what I like about the United States title. Yeah. I like that flag on yeah, the background. Yeah, you have to make titles different. Yeah. So, so when people like what my thing with with NWA title, like, like I, small. I was listening to uh, Pritchard's Bruce Pritchard's podcast, yeah. which I love. If you don't listen to that, listen to that podcast. It's Something nice. to wrestle with. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce Pritchard. Um, and they were talking about like the wing needle, wing wing needle belt. It was, it was one of the Hulk Hogan, yeah, yeah, 80, yeah. I think eighty seven or eighty eight. Yep. And uh, yeah, the wing needle, or like they, when he came out, and they were talking about did McMahon ever pay attention to that? And he's like, uh, I don't think so. They had a guy that was in charge of that. But my belief is you have to make like a belt should be just like a wrestler. When sure. you see a belt, you have to you should know right off the bat that you know what belt that is. Like it's the main belt or it's the mid card. Well, well, you have to sure. know like. Like the Intercontinental title with the different with the different color straps. Yeah, I mean I know they did that with the Winged Eagle at some point, but yeah. Ultimate like Warrior. I like that. Yeah, I like that because it when it had when it had Ultimate Warrior white strap. Yep, yep, I remember when that. when they had the Winged Eagle belt. When you saw that belt, you know that's that's the world champion. Absolutely. When you saw the Intercontinental belt, you're like, oh, that's the Intercontinental champion. Yep. When you, and that's that's why when people hated like when they redid the and we are completely getting off topic, but when thank you Dutch here we are. <laughs> uh, whenever they did the tag belts, the the uh, nickel, yes, yeah, yeah, with yeah. the helmets, yep. Like I'm, everybody's like, oh, these are ugly. These are ugly. I'm like, that's different. It's different. Yeah. So as soon as I see that belt, like in at high spots for sale, yeah. or at a show or at a WWE show, I know. Oh, I don't care if it's a singles match. When yeah. that guy comes out, and he wears that belt. I'm like, oh, he's the he's the tag team champion. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what you have to do with belts. Yep. That's Absolutely. that's the significance. Yeah, of yeah, a belt. yeah, yeah, yeah. To show importance and to and to distinguish who this wrestler is. Yep. So with that belt, you so, think these guys built that belt? I do. I, I think that tournament built the belt. Okay. Cool. The tournament. The tournament made the belt mean something because that's the best way. You, that's the easiest way to make a belt or anything mean something. Let's have that. That's tournament. the best way to make a trophy mean something in wrestling. I don't yep. care if you have a gold medal. Like yeah, it, like, yeah, you, yeah, like yeah. you just ran a ran a marathon. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you do a tournament behind it and somebody wins that tournament, that adds prestige to to that medal. I agree. So I think the problem. Well, back to NXT. I think these guys will bring something that NXT has never had. Okay. Which is a British style. Absolutely. Which that's what I look forward to the most with this with this. Well, they've been bringing in. Um, yeah, they've more had them. They've had because, them, but uh, Martin but, Stone isn't he? Back on there? Didn't they sign him? Yeah. He just had a uh, match. He, he's not signed. Simon Birch. Uh, is Simon, it, no, what's his name? No, no, or, no. No, Simon Harris? Birch is the old wrestler. No, I, I can't remember. His? But Martin. Just was call him Martin. Stone. Martin, He don't yeah. like that name. So, yeah, Stone comes in for shots because he's from, he's from Florida. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I pray that he gets another shot in NXT because he deserves it. God, he deserves it. But uh, but these guys are going to bring like a tra- like a traditional – that's his real name. Um. He's, they're going to bring like a traditional British style on a regular basis, yeah. Which is something that the NXT crowd wants. Mm-hmm. They, they, the whole universe has declared they wanted it. Oh yeah, because of did. how good that Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate match was. Yeah, absolutely. So think about getting something not maybe not to that level, but something of that sort. Yeah, on a regular basis. Absolutely on NXT, and that that's a way that you can use these guys to pick up that brand from losing Nakamura and the Revival and Joe. And all these people Tyler, and Tyler, Tyler Dillinger. Yeah, Ty yeah, Dillinger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to do something. And I think instead of just going through and picking all these independent stars, now you have the ability to take these UK guys yeah. and put them in there and add a whole nother and it's like, not, dimension to that whole pro to that product. And it's not just these UK talent people they're bringing in either. They have signed like four or five 
other people too to um, yeah. be along with these guys. Yeah, and I mean, even I, and I don't girls. think. And the good thing about this guy, like maybe I don't want to. Oh, I ain't gonna put any names. Maybe like two of them I worry about getting lost in the shuffle because it's easy because there's see. so many people out, out, sure. out there. But I mean, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate have already made their names, so yeah. they're they're they're, they're gold. But uh, there's yeah, other ones that could might, might that I hope not because, like I said, I think this is a perfect opportunity for NXT to add another dimension to their product to their to the product that they give to people. Yep. On a Wednesday night basis and to live shows, like sure. people people will pay to see Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. I think I, I would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got me sold after the uh, first match that, or yeah. well, the Chicago yeah. match. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think that they could. I mean, the the finals when they wrestled in the finals for the UK tournament. Uh, I was like, that was a hell of a match. Yeah. I, and when and I didn't watch Takeover because I always watch it after. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't watch Takeover uh, because we had a show during Takeover, yep, like the we same did. night as the Takeover. So, but when I get on, I got on my Twitter and everybody's talking about how insanely good that match was. Yeah. Like that match, you have to must see, must see, must see. So I watched it the mean. next day, and like that's 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 the beauty of professional wrestling is yeah. when you have a five star match. Uh, well, quote unquote, five star match. Yeah, yeah. And then the next time you get that opportunity on a bigger stage, yeah. you blow that first match out of the water. And they did That's insane. And insane. they did. I always ask people, should I see that first match? And like after that, no. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> and it's uh, yeah. I mean, that's these guys will. I mean, their work rate will speak for itself. It will. But I, I pray. I'm gonna end it with this. I pray that uh, the creative in NXT give them give all five of them the opportunity to excel showcase that british sure. style and add that add that another dimension that nobody thought nobody even thought could be added except for and or like had it in their mind they could add this dimension until all this happened that one match changed the yeah. landscape yeah so i pray i pray i think that it's that gonna be case. i think it's gonna be a good thing yeah i do and like I said, we usually spend about four minutes on topic. We spend about 20 on that one. <laughs> so uh, we, that's a good topic, though. It was, yeah. All right. But you have anything else to say about that? No, I'm just ready. Yeah. I really want to see these guys. Like I said, uh, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate, uh, that they're, they're yeah. great. They're Go super good way. wrestlers. And the thing is, they sell each other very well. Yes. They sold everything. And it wasn't like selfish wrestling. Like when you watch it, they were like, "Hey, I'm gonna give this spot." It was to like this a guy. fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's what it I liked about a, it. Yeah, it was a dance that was perfectly done. Absolutely. All right. So, guess what, Dutch? Um, I'm gonna say you're hungry. No. Oh, wrong. Okay. We still got <laughs> four more topics. <laughs> Topic number two. Okay. Now we're out of NXT. We're gonna go to probably the other. Best professional wrestling on the planet. We're going to jump the pond. Jump the pond to come back to L.A. Because we are talking about <laughs> Technically, we're not jumping the pond, but they're over here. July 1st and 2nd. Yeah. The New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Special. This is a barn burner. In dude. the USA. Taking place in Los Angeles, California. And guess what? Every, all tickets are sold out for both nights. Already? Already. They sold out like six minutes after they went on. Maybe no not. That, way. Might be, that might be a lot. They sold out the day they went on sale. Holy crap. So sold now, out. Now, this is the one that, uh, if this is the same tournament I believe it is, Ultimo Dragons have been a part of. And Jushin Thunder uh, Liger. It's not the tournament. You're talking about the G1 tournament. This isn't okay. the G1 tournament. This is like a G1 special. Okay. 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 Yeah, gotcha, like you're gotcha. talking about G1 Climax. Yes. No, no, no. This okay. is just the G1 special. This is just like two, uh, this is two shows showcasing New Japan talent yep. in the United States. Okay. And, uh, I mean, I've heard through news sources and reading 
that uh, they're planning on just doing this, trying to build the U.S. brand of yes, the New Japan Pro Wrestling, absolutely. which I think is great. It's because, brilliant. That's some of yeah. the best wrestling I've seen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they, they got New Japan World. They, uh, I mean, uh, New Japan World. That's on the other. That's, New Japan World is their streaming service. Okay, it's, it's like WWE Network. Okay, but it's all New Japan. And I was reading an article today on uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet. I guess that's that's our sponsor for today. Yeah, <laughs> uh, great website. Uh, very informative. But I was reading an article. I read an article on there and an article on PW Ponderings. Yeah. About uh, the like the president of New Japan did a press conference, and uh, he's saying that they're even looking into broadening their New Japan world where it showcases other uh, other companies. That's amazing. Where like Rev Pro was one of them. Yeah. Uh, CMLL was one of them. See, I'm very, Mexico. I'm very okay with other brands interfering yeah. with other brands like that. Yeah. Like, I think like I think it's fun because the only way I can relate to it is when I was younger. And I saw Nash and Hall. Yeah. And they came into WCW, and you legitimately thought it was an invasion. It felt realistic, and that's the kind of stuff that I like. I, I really like when you have one brand coming over, fighting another brand, and you have those two guys fighting for the pride of their brand. Yeah, it's I great. agree. And if you have everyone, I mean, this is my perspective from a business point. If you have everyone trying to get to the same level, like, not everybody can get to the same level. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's only a few companies that are going to get to that level. Sure. Of, of notoriety, of uh, just being able to present a product to a broader audience. Okay. And I think that if you, I don't want to say piggyback, but if those companies that get to that level help other companies mm-hmm. rise, they're not, they're not going to rise to that level because there's only a certain amount of space in the wrestling universe yeah. for like a WWE or New Japan. Absolutely. So like, the, why don't these companies help? Uh, I mean, I know it's been talked about, and this is off topic, WWE like putting progress on WWE Network really? or, or like going to different, trying to go to different like bigger independent companies and buying, not buying them out. But adding them, put, to, the adding them to the adding them to the network to yeah. get independent fans to buy into the network that haven't already bought in. I mean, yeah. you already have you have too many two million fucking freaking <laughs> subscribers. Like, you, let's do let's find out how we can get more. Yeah, and if you do that, it's going to it, it will get more. Yeah, and it's I mean, if you sit there, and it's you a tell good me. it's a good concept, but it's trying to kill, like in my opinion, it's trying to kill independent wrestling. Yeah, because then everything's going to be WWE based. And then, yeah. and then nobody's going to be able to understand the concept of this is independent wrestling, this is WWE. Absolutely. Like, and then, and and then it's going to get watered there's... down. There's, there's a difference. They're just because, just like this is NXT, this is New Japan Pro Wrestling, yeah. this is Ring of Honor, this is CZW, this is PWG, this is PWX, this is yeah. CMLL, this is AAA. Absolutely. You know and you mean? have something like New Japan Pro Wrestling who's coming over here to America shows you a whole different style of wrestling. And, and that's, a, that's the good thing, man. Like, you have so many wrestlers that are in WWE right now that you could take out and replace with some of these new Japan pro wrestlers and oh, yeah. you would have such a better product but, but the but, but the they beauty, hang on to these awful wrestlers that won't ever amount to well, anything Well the beauty the beauty of it is the difference in style and feel and presentation That's why you can, this can appreciate like, it because it's I different mean, If you take if you take the analogy of a movie like if you take wrestling as a movie if all the movies looked and felt the same yeah. Why would you want to watch movies? You wouldn't because yeah. it'd be redundant. So they're like WWE can do what they do, and I understand. Like I'm not going to get on WWE and harp on why they do why why their product is the way it is, why they do what they do because I understand it. It like from a business standpoint, it goes from marketing and 
countries that you're trying to get yep, into and all does. this stuff, which from average fan point of view that has no insight in the business or even smart marks who think they know everything about the business, yep. uh, no disrespect, you, ha- you, have, no, oh, no. There's, you there's, have no concept of the amount of crap that you, have, that you would have to deal with for something that, that global and yeah. that worldwide. Like this, you can't just say, "Oh, I want." I think we should do this like the Attitude Era and do it because there's so many ramifications coming from yeah. so many, so many different places. And that's the thing that gets on my nerves is when you have something like, "Okay, so New Japan Pro Wrestling, I love it, yeah. I, I do." And when they have this G1 special where they come over here and they showcase what they got, I think it's really awesome. And then you have, like you said, these smart marks that know everything about wrestling. And I have a few on my page where. They, all they do is hack WWE. They're like, this is garbage, this is garbage, this is garbage. Yeah, well, like, Dude, this is what it is. If you don't like it, then don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, watch something else. That's, that's the, what I say. And that's the beauty of and having, I, like, like... And I, I promote said. to... The, I always tell them, then promote something else on the page. If you want us to watch New Japan, put it on the page. Because if you well, do, I'm like, going to watch it. It's, it's like the wrestling landscape is like Netflix. Yeah. So you have so many companies that you can just scroll through and find... Like scroll through and find which one you want to watch. Yeah, and if you, if you're too lazy to do that, you shouldn't be able to have an opinion. Absolutely. Like yeah. if if you scroll through and then you you go through all of them. Like if I if I went on Netflix and I looked through all the series and every one of them I was like, this is garbage. This is garbage. This is garbage. This is garbage. I just yeah. can't find. Then you have then you have a valid opinion. Then maybe sure. wrestling isn't for you. Yeah, absolutely. Like your yeah. expectation is is out of reach. Most for people just live on nostalgia. Wrestling. Yeah. And that's and, what they want. And you can, but the beauty of like the New Japan uh, G1 special, I, I'll, I'll use this analogy since I'm the king of analogies this, this podcast. <laughs> um, the Beatles. Okay. When the Beatles blew up in Britain. Yeah. Like whenever they first came to the United States, sure. everybody wanted to see this British band. Absolutely. Like get the British feel. Absolutely. Like, like take in the British, uh, the British aura mm-hmm. of the Beatles, right? This is the same concept if you really think about it. It's just like if I if I was able to go to these shows, I want to go. I want to show up in L.A. and I want the feel, the look, the aura of a Japanese show. And you're going to get it with Japan. Yeah, and that's that's the beauty of it. And it's and it's something different. And it's also it's giving people in America without having to travel travel to Tokyo or anywhere in Japan. They run these these run these shows. Gives people in America a chance Mm -hmm. to experience this. Absolutely. So I can't tell you to go buy tickets and support it. You can support it at their website, uh, their (laughs) United States website, their English website. That's uh, www.njpw1972.com, and uh, you can go there and support them and continue to follow them. And best way to support them is. Fly to Japan. I'm just kidding. No, the best, <laughs> way, to, best their, way to support uh, them is New Japan World. Or you could get their app and watch all their New Japan Yeah, it's stuff. New Japan World. Yeah, yeah. get the, uh, support them by going to New Japan World and continue, continue this train that they've put on the tracks of building this U.S. Uh, U.S. Like, department. Department's not the right word. This U.S. Uh, division. Division, the there you go. For. This U.S. division of New Japan Pro Wrestling and to I where was... they can continuously, whether it's, whether it's a TV show, whether it's live shows, whether it's... Uh, just pay-per-views that yeah. they just do once a year over here. Yeah. Like eventually it's, you eventually it's going to be in the area that you have the chance to go and experience. It. Absolutely. And until you can go experience it live, do what you do with everything and experience it <laughs> through digital media. Absolutely. And, and, and the good thing about this too, is they have 
good old JR commentating yeah. or doing dubbing for us. Yeah. So you have that American feel and you can understand what's going on. And because the, have, the only I, problem that I had for the longest time was, you know, I've seen some of these. Or yeah, I, they have a TV show on, but I, as Axis, Axis, Axis. Who? New Japan. It comes on on Fridays, Friday nights. Well, I'm not sure. Like I said, this I is all Axis. new to me. It's on like digital cable or satellite. Really? Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't know the name of that TV show, and I don't. <laughs> I don't have the time to pull up my phone and try to find it because it'll take me forever. Yeah. But they do have a TV show. You go on their New Japan, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling or NJPW1972.com, and it airs every Friday. I want to say it's like Axis AXIS, but I think I don't know if that's right. Yeah, yeah. I've watched it a few times, and that's where uh, I think it's the Josh Josh Barnett mm-hmm. UFC guy, old UFC guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if his name I got his name right, but him and Jr. Do the English commentary for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's another way you can support it. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's like, gonna be fun. I, like, I'm like I have New Japan World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, sounds like you need to let me borrow that account. Yeah. So I'm, I'm <laughs> so I th- I'm pretty sure that they're uh, I, they have to be airing these. But on the New people Japan that World are gonna Live, be so. on there are gonna be pretty good. Oh like, yeah. I mean, who are they gonna host at this? Show? They've announced four talents. I mean, I'm sure that they're going to have most of their roster, but they've announced four talents, uh, including IWGP heavyweight champion Kazuchika Okada. I hope I said that right. I'll, I'll murder these names. I'm, I'm a country boy from North Carolina, guys. Uh, second, they've announced my favorite, Tetsuya Naito. Okay. Then Hiroshi Tanahashi, who's, who's a megastar in New Japan. The hardest one is, is the next one. I don't know if you can pronounce and, this. Uh, let me, I, hope, I hope I can pronounce it. Do you this. want me to say it for I you? Hope, yeah, please. Okay. Kenai Omega. Is yeah. that how you say it? I'm uh, pretty sure it's Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> That's, those Canadian names are hard. <laughs> but in Kenny Omega, I mean, those four, those four are worth the ticket per purchase. <laughs> or those four are worth if you don't have New Japan, New yeah. Japan World. Obviously, then, everybody knows Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Well, over here, most people know Kenny. Yeah, so continue to support. Be on the lookout. That's July 1st and 2nd. I believe they're airing it live on their New Japan World. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. I think. Oh, I can't oh, wait. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. God. God. Yeah, amazing. I can't wait for it. And this comes out, uh, by the way, July 1st and 2nd. July 1st and 2nd yeah. this year from Los Angeles. So we don't have to be up at three o'clock in the morning to watch a Yay. watch a New Japan pay per view <laughs> like Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> it starts at like two in the morning or three in the morning and lasts. Better like hope you don't 10. have. To, yeah, you better hope you don't have to uh, get to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so we got that out of the way. Topic three: Support New Japan. Topic number three: It it was reported that Sammy Callahan took over the creative for CZW this past weekend. So there was um was it this past weekend or the last show? So this was this a pretty good transition? Weekend. I think so. I think uh No, I mean personally me I love the creative idea of or creative mind, excuse me, of Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Yeah, Sammy. Like he has his own show up in Ohio, right? Yeah. And he has uh pod drivers for pancakes. He has, well, he has Revolver. And Revolver. Yeah, That's it. Pro Revolver. And Revolver. Yeah. And uh I think that when a company like I feel like CZW is trying to rebrand themselves, or CZW is trying to like reconnect. Are they with trying their to audience. take out the death matches? Not, re, not rebranding. No, I don't think so. I, I don't think they need to. I think that the death matches are a staple. No, I mean like not, not say like no, take I them think, out, but like I think they need. Limit I think they're trying. More? I think they're wanting to find the happy medium. Because okay. I mean, I think that they they've up. I mean, anybody that's watched CZW lately, 
they've upped their production value. Okay. They uh, put some time and thought and effort into entrances, and uh, which is something they never really did. Like, I mean, you I went. Out, it was always focused my, on I, the match. Yeah, when I watched my first, uh, when I watched live, when I went up to PA and I saw uh, CZW, it was probably like 2014 or 15. Mm-hmm. Um, like they just walked out of a curtain with two CZW banners up. Yeah. I mean, and and like, and if you watch their old school, I mean. Take nothing away from when they were at the arena, but it was at the ECW arena or the yeah. old school arena that had all this amazing setup, and they had the guy that had all this amazing setup. So it always looked good. But everybody, yeah. when Shakara ran there, it looked good. When they ran there, it looked good. When Rihanna ran there, it looked good. Yeah. So like, I like that feel. I, yeah, I love that look. Yeah, and it's uh, but they've the kind of they've kind of created that at the Flyer Skate Zone where they run their yeah. shows now uh, because they black out the background. They put uh, like. Uh, okay. Accent lighting that shines up behind the ring. I got it on the ring. Yeah, maybe. they have they have good lighting in there. They it's have a, they have like a video said, screen. A happy medium on yeah, the lighting. It's, it's, it's great. And at some point, like when you build a company, at some point to grow, you have to become more marketable to businesses and yep. to a broader spectrum. Sure. And when you do the death matches and when you make your make your staple on death matches and yep. hardcore wrestling, it, you're, you're not going to sell that to anybody. Nope. Like you're not gonna sell no. that sponsors, not gonna sell that. No, I mean if you were in the nineties, you could if you were in the nineties, you could have sold hardcore wrestling because that's what was big. But now you just don't you don't see many people that are grabbed by that every match. But like you said, I feel like CZW does have a good medium, happy medium with hey, you know what? Uh wrestling match, wrestling match, wrestling match, death match. Yeah. And wrestling match. Well, like over the past two years they've kind of transitioned. Like uh-huh. two or three years ago they were they were still on the ECW style, like you can yep. bring a cherry in and beat the shit out of somebody, or sure. you can have a hardcore match here or there, and all this. Uh, but they've kind of transitioned to where they become uh, somewhat of a wrestling based. Absolutely, like they they take pride in their quality of their wrestling and the quality of their matches, as opposed to not as opposed to prior to where how violent they could be. I've seen a few it's shows where it was like super violent. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's kind of like their old school. And I mean, they bring in people like David Starr. And Leo Rush, great talent by yeah. the way, great like talents. Leo Rush, Sammy, when Sammy got out, when Sammy yeah. left NXT and he came back there, um, I'm trying to good think job of NXT more. ruining like Strickland, that. Shane Strickland, who's been there, who's been a staple yeah, there. Shane Strickland, like Greg Excellent, that used to uh, do the comedy thing. Yeah, that kind of got it more serious, and yeah, he yeah. and he upped his wrestling game, and he's amazing. Uh, Joe Gacy is amazing. Matt Tremont is a oh, hell of a wrestler. Yeah. Even though he does the hardcore stuff, he's a hell of a wrestler. Yeah. And he's shown that. And that's like, I love that aspect of it. And all these so people that have come from CZW, uh, John Moxley. John Moxley. Biff Busick. Yeah. Um, Drake Younger, who's a referee, who's an amazing wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Um, he used to do the deathmatch stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I mean, their, their few... champion now is yeah. Davey Richards. Really? Yeah. I like yeah. Davey. Yeah, I, I mean, like it's, old Davy Richards. It's like, it's it's. Um, I'm interested to see with Sammy's mind. Wait, did you just say their champion now is? Yeah. Oh, when did Leo lose it? Uh, at some show, at a show, I, he let, he lost it at, at a, about a month then. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, it was it was probably a few weeks ago he lost it. Um, it was at it was at a separate show, not a CZW show. It was yeah, a, yeah, it yeah. Was at a, it was a showcase show. Maybe like two weeks ago. He's a hot commodity right now yeah. for the NXT circuit. They really uh, want him. Leo? Yeah. Uh, they, uh, but yeah, like with Sammy, I think, like, I, I, I think, like, DJ had a hand in, in the creative, yeah. and DJ, like, DJ is really tight with his product. 
Absolutely. DJ overseas everything. Because it's his baby. And yeah, you have, and everything you about that. that product. And that's what I love about DJ is DJ is like very detail-oriented. Every time I've ever talked to him, he's very detail-oriented. And he wants this. He wants the company to be perceived this way. Yeah. And I think like for him to give that much responsibility to Sammy mm-hmm. is almost like his commitment, like his open commitment. I think they both understand to too. Open commitment to yeah. because they they've had a I mean they've had a long relationship together. Sure, like, sure. Like the long friendship. Yeah. And I mean I'm, yeah, I I don't know the history of it, but I'm sure there's there's been ups and downs like in any wrestling for like relationship and friendship. Absolutely. But uh for him to say, okay, Sammy here you have creative. I'm trusting you with this is huge. Yeah. For DJ. And I think that's like almost people look at it like, oh Sammy's got the book now. That's yeah, very, I I'm th- sorry to use like background like behind the scenes term. But Sammy's got creative now. So Sammy's gonna put the cards together the I way like he wants it. to. But I think if you look even further into that, that's DJ saying, I'm I'm completely sold and I'm completely 100% in on changing or building this brand the way we both, like the way, the way we see it yeah. moving forward. Absolutely. And then it shows Which a lot huge. of respect from DJ to Sammy too. Yeah, agreed. Because that's like, you know, I sit here and I build a company for, for how many years it's been? 10? 10. 10 years. I've been building this company for 10 years and I'm just going to not just hand it over, but entrust you yeah. with my creative control. Yeah. I love that. I and love I, that. Yeah. That shows a lot of respect between yeah. those two guys. Yeah, and I think that the sky's the limit for them. And I and I trust like well, it doesn't matter for me if I trust Sammy or not. But if I if 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 it was PWX and I gave the creative to Sammy, I would trust him wholeheartedly. With absolutely, it. we've then, had yeah. Sammy at, our, yeah. at the show, yeah. and he's Sammy, one of the Sammy's coolest one of dudes. My, yeah, Sammy's one of my good friends, and it's and I'm not saying that just because he's my friend. It's, yeah. Like I, I would trust him because he has an unbelievable brain coming, for the wrestling. Just coming from a guy that's recently known him since what August of last year. Yeah, I haven't known him very long, and he is the cool. I mean, like when you say, "Hey, man, how are you doing, brother? You doing good?" But oh, yeah, hey, I hey. mean, you sit down and you talk with him about wrestling, and he's there's a reason that he has the he's he's gotten to where he's gotten yeah. gotten the gotten the uh, opportunities that he's gotten and taken advantage of. Absolutely. Him. And and not everybody can leave NXT and come back out and mm-hmm. and kill it like he's been doing it. Absolutely, every, like everywhere, everywhere on the Indies. Oh yeah, and uh, it's yeah. not like he's a he's not a nobody. Like he he no, is a somebody. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, I mean, everybody people... knows him. But his everybody knows his wrestling. Yeah. not everybody knows how smart he is he's and creative the, he is. And he's a, and a lot of people when don't it realize comes to that aspect of the business. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize how much uh, endurance the kid has. Yeah, <laughs> and just like. Watch his watch his old promos in CZW. Great stuff. Yeah, and you'll and you'll understand how how much he gets it. Yeah. over and above the normal wrestler. Yeah, or yeah. the normal person in professional wrestling. So yeah, so good luck to CZW and good luck, Sammy. All right, we're ready for topic number four. This is fun. Don't you have to wait for the ding? Oh man, go ahead. I like that. All right, yeah. I like that. Post production, guys. <laughs> All right, there are rumors swirling around again. Again, for the 40,000th time. Yes, uh, that WWE are in talks with ROH behind the scenes about buying out ROH. Yep. Oh, my if the, Okay, so so I know I know we like we haven't touched on it, but I know this this hits like every three or four months. This mm-hmm. comes back out that it they're does. talking. So uh, instead of talking about like the rumors. Give a Dutch, you give me the positive and negative, your positive and negatives if they bought Ring of Honor. Okay. Uh, 
Let's see. Positive. Positive to me is everybody would actually get to see what the product is. That's the only positive I really see out of it. Negatives are all day. One, you're losing one of the best uh, promotions out there that promote some of these really, really, really good indie guys. Um, you just won't get to see any of the club, really. And that's a big thing that a lot of people like to write on. Um, another negative is that you just won't have another American-based... Uh, well, I mean, you, you will, but I mean, the, the production of it was... What is it, Sinclair? Yeah, Sinclair. That, uh, that Sinclair runs it? Yeah. Um, I just... There's just too many negatives to go on. There, there's just too many negatives. I don't like Ring of Honor getting bought out. If it's going to improve, let's try to get this... To get, let's try and improve this instead of like bashing it and have WWE buying it. I, I really don't want WWE to buy it. Okay, I think like thinking about it, positives. I think that the production value that Ring of Honor strives for would be they would be able to do it. Okay, I think the funding would be there. Okay. And uh, I think their production value, even though it has ramped up big time with the screens and uh, the lights and uh, I mean, it's very professional now as opposed to what it was. Uh, but I still think that it misses something. The camera characteristics, too. Yeah. I just think that uh, they try. They try to get there. They try to do it. And uh, it, instead of instead of building your own look, your own production value, I think it's like a wannabe WWE yeah. Production value. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's if you can't, uh, if you can't, the, my damn dog, <laughs> if you can't put like the fireworks, like, like recently they've done like the explosions and like the little fireworks shoot up yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. At the beginning of the show. Like, if you can't do that to the point of, the the people that do it before you, then find a a better way, another another solution to present it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. because because it's always going to look like yeah. Just that's what that's the uh, point I was trying to make, dude. You're an indie promotion. Be indie. Don't go in this corporate way of what WWE has done. And I understand that there's a lot of funding problems that are going on with Ring of Honor, and that's why this is coming up. I get that, but dude, do what you've been doing in the the funding will be there again, but they're not. They're not doing anything to help this. And I know there's going to be people to argue like, well, they've been doing this and they did that. Well, apparently it's not working. Like, go back to your groundwork and do yeah. what you did and bring think, on, bring in this top talent that you did day in and day out. <laughs> Just bring the talent back. I mean, I know, I know this sounds like they were harping on Ring of Honor and but we're we, really not. But like their production value is is ne like next level compared to anybody else. Mm -hmm. Like they yeah. they are the second. I mean, I even think their production value might be better than TNA's. Sure, absolutely. And, uh, but it's just like like that was TNA's mistake is like if you can't if you can't do that, then I mean, just for the for example, like NXT. NXT is owned by WWE. NXT, when they do their big shows, I understand they have like all these, they have all these like special effects and fireworks, yep, maybe absolutely. and fog and all that stuff. Yes, but look at the NXT tapings, like the TV tapings. They use lights. Yep, that's it. A, a, a LCD screen and lights. And it's beautiful. Yeah, and they and they what they did because was, it's what they did was they to took the something point. they took something different. Yeah, they took something different. 
and, and they basically made, 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 it, their, made it their own look. Yeah, they made their own indie show, basically. Yeah, yeah. that's and what it is. Like the UK tournament, they just used three screens. They didn't try to overdo it. They didn't no. try to like make it look like a WWE thing. Yeah. They, they understand the concept of like build what you can and, and don't try to build like this person. And I think that's where Ring of Honor falls a lot. And maybe, maybe not even in production. Maybe from a from a booking standpoint, it would be like. And I don't think like Ring of Honor has always had some of the best wrestling. And always will. It always has. It, yeah. Because they give them the freedom to do that. Yeah. But uh, but it comes down to the wrestlers talking to Ring each other. Ring of Honor, has, I, I believe, and this is getting into a whole other topic. I think Ring of Honor is falling, is failing now at building a new stars. They are because, because they're just trying to ride off of names. Yeah, they're riding off Stop. their old stars, and that, yeah. that takes nothing away from people that have been there, like Jay yeah. Lethal and Absolutely. Christopher Daniels, and because mm-hmm. they can still go and they're still very entertaining, very Absolutely. entertaining and very talented. But at some point, you're going to have to build. At some point, WWE's going to grab all these people. Yeah. Like they're doing. You have to build, and, dude. Yeah. And it's and then, I mean, you can say they built Marty Scroll. Marty Scroll built, them, built himself. The villain is the villain. Yeah. Let's be like real. Marty Scroll built himself. And like that was your next, that's your next go-to guy. The Bucks yeah. are pretty much going to be there as long as you pay them what they want. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's from like, besides that, you have, like, like I said, on top, like Daniels. And lethal and Kazarian. Uh, Kazarian, yeah, and the guys that have been there forever, yeah. And that's like, like I said, please don't take that as a knock on them because they are super talented. They deserve to be where they are. Guess what I'm going to do when I get off? Watch Ring of Honor. Yeah, damn right I am. Like but, I said, I'm not knocking on them. They just yeah, need to stop being I mean, something think, they're not. Yeah, I think that they. I think that maybe maybe a shakeup in their. I mean, which I mean, I know that it's been rumored that there might be a shakeup in their booking styles and their committee. But uh, but yeah, like I think, I think from and not, we're not talking about booking. We're not talking about like stories. We're talking about buyout. Like, yeah, I think that that that's the biggest thing is they need someone that can understand like build on build on your assets as opposed to just trying to build to this look or this feel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. like build your own. And that's that. Like that's that's the positive. Uh, negative is it'd be another WWE owned company. Like. Yeah. Like it just grows, it would be, just grows closer to the monopoly. This is what, I, yeah, I was gonna say. They buy them out. There's no ring of honor. I mean, and then and then you're gonna create. Then it's gonna create the uh, expectation of any independent promoter mm-hmm. that I mean, even though Ring of Honor is owned by a broadcast company, yeah, uh, yeah. but it'll it'll give that interpretation of if I get big enough, they're gonna buy me. Yeah, and then right. that becomes then that becomes the goal, which yeah. never should be the goal. The goal should be to continue presenting a product that can entertain and get and gain more and more fans. Yeah, absolutely. So whenever you whenever you go into a business or anything, whenever you go in, whenever you go into anything business related, as I'm going to build this to like, I want to build this to where a bigger company can buy me. Yeah. Like yep. if I if yep. I have uh, an ice cream stand. <laughs> And you are so hungry. Want, yeah. If I want an ice cream stand and I keep, and I'm like, I want to build this ice cream stand until Dun- uh, I was about to say Dunkin' Donuts. I'm sorry. Until Hagen Dawes like buys my ice cream stand to put their store here. Yeah. Like that's why, why in the hell are you doing Nobody why wants in the to hell do that. Are you, yeah. Like, that's how about you create an ice cream stand, uh, ice cream stand the whole point to of- present ice cream that's never been created or, or a flavor that's never been done to where you can say, I'm, I'm the one that, 
gave the world this. Yeah, so basically what you're saying is I built this style of wrestling. We're yeah. building this style. Like this I, is like different can, than what build you this, see. We build this for the entertainment, for the entertainment of our fans. Yeah. You should do it I mean, because you, you love I mean, you wrestling. Have to, you have to make money, and I understand. And that's, that's where I'm scared for Ring yeah. of Honor is uh, when Kerry owned Ring of Honor, Kerry had a vested interest in Ring of Honor. Yep. Sinclair Broadcasting, I don't know. I mean, it they, doesn't they, they feel might, like yeah, they isn't. might have a best interest, but this is a company running, trying to make profit off of a wrestling company. And see, this is where I, I'm going to chime in real quick and agree with you on that. That's what I think it is. I think Sinclair is doing this for a profit and not an invested yeah, I mean, interest in the actual. Yeah, wrestling. when you get when you get corporate corporate minds involved, then that's that's what it's all about. The yeah. reason that WCW lasted so long at a loss is because Ted Turner loved professional wrestling. Yeah, and Ted Turner had a vested interest and love he of professional put his wrestling. Money and into the it. only reason that that company failed was because Time Warner Cable bought them. Yep, and AOL, they didn't Time care. Warner Cable, and that was a corporate company. They came in, they could give a shit less about wrestling. Yep, and they, they and they they don't understand the passion that Ted Turner had. Yeah. So when Sinclair bought him, Sinclair, I don't know that Sinclair ha- understands the passion that Kerry had to carry that company for as long as, long as they did. Yeah. So that's where you run into an issue whenever corporate companies talk about corporate companies. You think we're seeing a WCW right here? No. You don't think so? No. I think Sinclair has enough money to fund that company. No, but, what I'm saying is, do you, oh, sorry. Do you yeah, think, you get a little uh, loud there. <laughs> do you think that uh, Ring of Honor is going to get bought out? And then uh, I think potentially take I that, think take those contracts. Uh, I don't think the I, I don't think if we if they did get bought out, I think it would be the same concept. You're not you're not messing with WCW money, so you're not going to get like a Goldberg and Sting contract that gives them X amount of millions of dollars. True, WWE doesn't want to pay them. WCW was only bought for five million dollars. Yeah, but they had contracts <laughs> for like for like people getting five million dollars a year. Yeah. Or $10 million. I don't know if there was $10 million. But people getting these extreme amount of monies because Because had, of who they were. Because they were like big name yeah, stars. Well, because because WCW had no cap. Had no salary cap. Nope. Like Ted they Turner could do just what gave they want. money. Yeah. Yep. And so you when, you when you don't want to renew those contracts, you mm-hmm. can you can pay them X amount to go home and stay as opposed to paying them this amount to come work. Yeah, because this is because a different the clause, in the, and you're, you're not you're not dealing with that money, that kind of money. This is when you talk about this is a different Warner. ballpark. Yeah, yeah, that's this is like three steps. Down we were talking about major kind of league, money. and now we're talking about like double AA. AAA. Yeah, triple A. Well, Would you say double yeah, A? Double A. I'd say double A baseball. So, uh, but yeah, and I, but I think uh, I think there is risk there because yeah. it's a corporate company and a, and a corporate company, mm-hmm. and no matter how much Sinclair might love. Ring of Honor, which I doubt that they really do. Yeah. Uh, I think there's people involved, like Koff and a few other people, maybe that want to build it and make it their baby and make it something they can put on their resume. Maybe somebody comes in and buys them out. But, and but if, if this man comes and says, well, I'll offer you $20 million to buy this company, which is nothing to them. Like oh, $20 yeah. million, dollars and, and Sinclair has lost $2 million every year from while they run it. Why would they not take twenty million dollars? Absolutely, I'm like we can it? we can lose twenty, yeah, or we like, can lose two, or gain twenty. Depending on year. what they paid for it, they could double or triple their what they paid their yep. losses. Yep. Why? Why? From a corporate standpoint, why would you not do that? You as would. opposed to yeah. continuously lose money on this company. Absolutely, every year. yeah. Because I don't because I don't I don't know how much their salary or their budget is okay. a year for Ring of Honor, but I assume that they lose money. You're Sinclair. You're taking it though. Yeah, oh, but yeah. if you're somebody else that's invested in your product, you're not. Well, I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's 
it's, it's hard. It's, that's hard. Yeah. Like when somebody's offering you that much money and has that much power. It's really hard it's to say no. Yeah. Yeah. It's super hard. So, but I'm glad it's not on us. Good luck, Ring of Honor. And we're going to spend the least amount of time on topic number five. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that's the amount of time it deserves. So this is our <laughs> WWE portion of the show. I'm sorry. Uh, that was my dog, booing us. <laughs> uh, this is the WWE portion of the show. So topic number five. Dutch, give it to him. All right. So we're going to touch on WWE Extreme Rules this year. Uh, the greatest pay-per-view of all time. No, not even. So uh, it was a little chaotic. Um, so Extreme Extreme Rules was basically supposed to be storytelling and building up to Brock Lesnar fighting whoever was going to win the Raw's fatal. This is pay-per-view, right? Yes. Okay. The whoever flagship was, show's pay-per-view. Yes, the flagship show. So we're supposed to have uh, a Fatal 5-way, and that's going to tell us what's going to, you know, happen at Great Balls of Fire. Awful name, by the way. But anyways, so um, I'm going to start with the Fatal 5-way just right off the bat. Uh, the Fatal 5-way actually came down to uh, Samoa Joe and Bray Wyatt controlling about 90% of the match, and it really, really, really hurt the match. Uh, what it should have been was uh, Bray Wyatt, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns trading uh, finisher spots and signature spots, but it didn't. So, of course, that got, for me, I'd probably say it was a solid C+, and the only reason it got a C+, is because the last, I'd say, last seven minutes of the match was very good. But besides that, it wasn't really um, good at the very beginning. Um, this is, uh, Patrick's favorite match. I promise you it would be if he watched it. I didn't. That's, uh, (laughs) that's called sarcasm, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Bailey in a kendo on this, kendo on a pole match. Oh, Russo-esque. Okay. (laughs) That's exactly what I was going to say. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that from you. Vince Russo. (laughs) I was going to say that too. Very proud. (laughs) So, uh, <laughs> damn it. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw that at you. So, so, out of all the creative <laughs> ideas they had for a women's match, this is they, the said, they said, listen, Vince, this is PG. So, can't do a bra and panty match. <laughs> so, the only thing the creative has left is a kendo stick on a pole match. So the problem with this match is... Is a kendo stick not the length of the pole? Like from the that's it was weird. Like okay. from the so turn, had, top of the turnbuckle to the top of the pole. Like they had a pole, right? And then it was kind of like right angled, and then it looks like they had like these plastic str- two strands Why didn't connected they have to have like an ultimate X kendo stick match. Ooh, that'd have been kind of cool <laughs> with two girls. <laughs> so Alexa Bliss and <coughs> Bailey are having a normal match, of course, and they're scrambling for the kendo stick. Did one of them at least show their ass crack? I don't think they did. Like, like when you get the pants pulled down when they were No, oh. yeah, nobody saw their butt. Miss spot, guys. Missed yeah, miss spot. spot. So, That's how you can get ready for the crappy <laughs> match. I'm just saying. So they trade maybe a minute with the kendo stick, and Alexa Bliss gets it back, uh-huh. and she beats. Like, what is their trade? Like, they trade to try, like, tug of war type thing? No, there's no tug of war. I mean, okay, Bailey did have one nice spot where she actually, like, the kendo stick was laying in the corner, and they were both outside of the corner. So somebody knocked the kendo both, stick down, and then nobody got it? Yeah, nobody got it. Oh, that's weird. And then 
they both uh, went to like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no. Why wouldn't ahead. you grab the kendo stick and then do like a macho man double axe handle with a kendo stick? Yeah, like, well, apparently the, they didn't think about that. God, <laughs> book me on put me on creative <laughs> WWE. So this match would have been the greatest match of the whole. It could have been good. Yeah, it could have been good, but that's like, the what thing. If, what, like, what if you crotched a girl with a kendo stick? Oh God, how funny would that be? Oh, like, and they it just would be great. like like hit her right in the cooch, and then she's just like, really, dude. But no. So like then, then she kicked the likes of Bliss and crotched her, and she sold it. <laughs> That'd have been oh. great. That'd have been great. But no, so they were like standing at the corner, and they were both like, "Oh God, the kendo stick. Nobody has it." And the likes of Bliss, there's a gun on the ground. <laughs> and the, they did that. They both looked at each other, then looked at the. Oh, stick. they did the like. <gasps> multiple <gasps> times. <gasps> multiple times. Is that yeah. really a kendo stick? Did yes. It? Oh, I forgot this was a kendo stick on a pole match. <laughs> But like Alexa, I forgot that I knocked the kendo stick down. Alexa looks at Bailey with my ponytail. <laughs> she like tries to slide and get it, but Bailey like jumps in front of her and rolls and knocks her down, which it was actually kind of creative. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But nice. Bailey got it, hit her. Alexa got it, hit her. And then I think like, I'm pretty did anybody sure get a headshot with the kendo stick or is it they, all back? It's only backs. Uh, yep. Why are people hitting the legs with the kendo stick? Uh, yeah, they like, no leg shot. Why? Like hit him in the knee or something. Yeah, like no I know that's shot. not like from a realistic perspective. That's in not the hamstring. The best. Maybe why not? Yeah, well, I'm t- like yeah, like hit him somewhere that's safe. Yeah, yeah, but, sure. Like, but I don't it, know why. Like Sandman used to do that. Yeah, like everybody like, just start wailing on people, which, yeah. I'm, which is I'm sure where you're getting to. <laughs> but no, the, and like I said, Alexa got it back, beat the crap out of her, used her new finisher, the DDT, and beat her. Her finisher is a DDT. Yeah. Does she do it better than Jake Roberts? No. Then why do you use a DDT for a finisher? I don't get it. I really don't get it. Why don't you choke her out with a kendo stick? That'd have been nice. Or a Russian leg sweep with it. Uh, yeah, do a Russian leg sweep, roll over into a, into like a STO. Or, uh, not or STO. Yeah. Is or, no, you're ST, talking about STF. STF. Yeah. You could have done a, STO is a like, flat liner is with like, it. STO is like a judo. <laughs> like, <laughs> a judo give, her, give her a STO with the kendo stick rolled into a STF. STF. <laughs> okay, so then. Be a lot um, of stuff. So then you had Kalisto and Apollo Cruz. I mean, it's good. That was that a good match? It's actually like decent. Um, I, feel like they, I feel like they're holding Apollo Cruz back. Oh no, they are. Like Kalisto's it's, amazing. But, but the thing—that's what I'm saying. Apollo Cruz is a great wrestler. The only thing that he is—he's too. Yeah, guys, come on. Yeah, and I don't sense. like you that. You can't do that with today's wrestling now. He's, like, he's big and bulky, so let's make him a baby. <laughs> that's their thing. So I mean, the storytelling there—like it can be good. It's—it's it's actually good stuff. Um, and then you have the Miz and Dean Ambrose. Was Guess, that good? Okay. I know who won that match. Yeah, okay. So okay. the problem with this match is, well, it, okay. The, first, the who's stipulation. The, who's the face? In this match? Yeah. Ambrose. Okay. So the problem, or not the problem, but the stipulation is at Extreme Rules, you can lose the championship by disqualification. What? <laughs> Makes no sense. Was this like was this like announced? Yeah, like it was announced. Well, it was, like that was has, the whole point. Of on, it. Has Miz done stuff to get disqualified? Or who's the champion? Ambrose was doing stuff to get disqualified, so that's why they put it on he's him. He's the face. Yeah, because he's he, a good he guy? kicked him in the crotch. That's why, because Ambrose lost it because he's the lunatic. Oh, that's so fucking stupid. Yeah, so that's what they did. Okay, so follow me. I know you can't see this, but I'm putting my head on the microphone <laughs> in disgust. So follow me here. So when you hear that, right? Yeah. When you hear that you can lose the disqual- or lose the championship by disqualification, I wish I didn't. Don't you think that that whole match would be the Miz trying to get yeah, Ambrose? Of course. Not until literally like, the do last. The, do did they did they do the Eddie spot? 
No. They didn't like hit nope. the chair, throw the chair to Ambrose nope. and lay down? Nope. Oh, God almighty. So the, this is the problem. They had a standard wrestling match until the last four minutes of the match. Was it the Intercontinental then, Belt? Yes, Intercontinental okay. Championship. So the last four minutes of God. this match was Amber, or Miz trying to get him disqualified when it should have been the entire match. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the first thing that they tried was Maurice came in and slapped Miz in the face. And then the referee's like, why would you do that? I'm going to throw you out. I'm going to disqualify Ambrose for it. And it's like, really? Who's buying that? Then he ejects her. Like, why did you have to sell it? You should have been like, that's stupid. You're out. Yeah. Don't play that. Like, what, like, what are you doing? Like, I know your game. Yeah. So then like, Miz, don't make the ref look stupid. Because they then, did. Oh. oh, and it was so bad. And that's what made the match worse is because the indecision of the referee was horrible. Also, like, the referee is leaning outside mm-hmm. right after the, uh, the Maurice thing. And the Miz is outside. And, oh, no, no. Excuse me. No, he's arguing with Maurice, telling her to get out. The Miz grabs Ambrose and throws him into the referee while the referee can't see, and they both go falling out of the ring. Uh-huh. And then the referee's like, why did you hit me? Obviously, the ref knows the Miz is trying yeah. to get him DQ'd. Like, why did, why did the ref <clears throat> why would not Ambrose look, purposely, Why does the ref not look at Miz and say, listen, if you do this in one more time, I'm going to disqualify you? That's what everybody is saying. That That's <laughs> what he should have done. But the referee is walking. Okay, so here... This is what's really oh, going to – you're going to love this. Okay. So the referee walks over to the timekeeper, getting ready to tell him. He's like, I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if I should throw the match out. Well, Ambrose is in the ring grabbing his head, doing this, don't DQ me, don't DQ me. Miss comes up, skull-crushing finale, and beats him while the re- – or hits him with it. And the ref runs in one, two, three, and beats him with a three count instead of a disqualification. Jesus Christ. I was like, this was – Bad, like it, it was. It was really bad. Oh, I mean, too that, much, ending, too much time the ending's on that not match horrible. Anyway. And the ending's not horrible. Now that I think about it, you don't think so? No, like it should like, have been by like, DQ so because, though. Like that's the whole purpose. I, I, I'd even, I'd even like the ending if if he tried to get him DQ'd the entire match. That's because, what I wanted. Because basically, the my like my thought process on it is like You're Ambrose. DQ. Ambrose is always looking for him to get DQ'd, so he's kind of lowered his guard. Like this guy's. Given up, he's not going to hit me this with anything only, yeah. fancy. And yeah. then he then he slides in and hits him in one, two, three. Yeah. Ah, got you. You yeah. thought I was going to get you DQ'd? Yeah. I just beat you. I can see that. Yeah. I, I can see it that way. But oh, okay. So then you had um, Rich Swan and uh, Sasha oh, Banks they, versus uh, oh, Dar and Fox. Match. How was that? Um, Swan and Sasha have very good chemistry. Yeah, super good chemistry. So if they do anything with like yeah. uh, anything like that, mm-hmm. it would actually work. Like yeah. you could work those are. two. I, mean, I a, mean, I think Swan took Cedric's place when Cedric got hurt. He did. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. yeah. Which, Which is good for Drew. Let's go Cedric. Yeah, He's coming back, baby. Woo. And then, um, uh, which we already talked about, uh, Alexa and Bailey. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you had uh, Cesaro and Sheamus versus the Hardy Boys. Or, did, excuse uh, me, like, the Hardy Men. <laughs> is that what they call them now? No, they're oh. just really old. So what, um, the Hardy Men. Did they, did they tease, like, the broken thing? No, they always do the delete thing, of course. Delete, yeah. delete, delete. That's all they do. They didn't really like tease he didn't get a hit broken. in the head or anything Mm-mm. or like get knocked out or anything. No. Okay, so I feel like they're still fighting that in court, so. They probably are. So they the are. whole thing about this is the only thing I don't like is escaping a cage. Uh, because what happens is if one escapes, it leaves the other one in. Yes. Yeah. So the that, whole, but, that, but that's a good strategy thing. That's like no, no, it adds I, I get an, that. Another, it adds another dimension to it. And I, I get that. I, okay. I, okay, so 
Matt strange. Hardy gets out because okay. Matt and Jeff were trying to escape at the same time, and they pulled, they pulled Matt Jeff back in. in. No, they pulled Matt in. Jeff escaped. Oh, okay. So, Jeff so Matt fought them off for a little bit. It was actually decent, you know. Uh, and I mean, the wrestling between them was good. Yeah, yeah. Everything was good. Everything was great. And then the one part that I didn't like is, um, so, uh, oh God, Cesaro and Sheamus and Matt Hardy are all going at it, and Jeff Hardy just enters himself back in the ring. And continues the match. Because he understands that he left his brother. Yeah. And the, uh, that's not terrible. I'm not a fan of that. Why did, did he not jump off the top out, of the cage? Oh, he did. He did a whisper oh, okay. in the wind. Yeah. Like that's when, how he, he, when he came back in? Yeah, when he came okay. back in, he okay. did that. Well and that's, to me, what saved it. But I don't like the fact that if you exited the match, how you can just re-enter yourself in the match. And I can... Well, the match isn't it, it over until, a, it until, both, until both, both I get partners yeah, yeah. touch the ground. And then they did... They did the worst. I don't like when they do this because you can see the other person holding back when they're doing it is they had both teams climbing up or not climbing up. They had Cesaro and Sheamus climbing up and going over while Matt Hardy was trying to drag Jeff Hardy out because he was knocked out and they were trying to, Oh, well, Jeff Hardy got knocked out. Quote unquote, he got knocked out, but he was trying to drag him out and Matt Hardy uh, like got out real quick and was pulling was pulling Jeff and he couldn't get Jeff out in time uh-huh. and he, like right before he hit the floor Cesaro and Sheamus at the floor. Uh, oh, the classic, the classic cage match. Yeah, and I was like, nah, I just really wanted a. It like, might not have been that bad. It sounds decent. If I had to give it a grade, I give it a three and a half. Okay. But like I we're said, not, we're not doing star grading here. Yeah, yeah. But like this I said, the only match. thing I didn't like is you could tell that each is that person the best was match on the card for me. <sighs> Yeah, probably. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that would I, be. I think the tag match was probably the best one because the next one um, could have been a barn burner. Neville five, five and Austin oh. and Aries. How was that? Austin and Aries could have been uh, great. Austin and Aries. No, Austin and Aries. What did I say? Austin and Aries. Well, I don't know why I said Neville that. Austin and Aries. Aries, yeah. Neville, Neville and Aries. Aries, yeah. He uh, He got a knee injury in the match, and they just played that. No fun. Oh, like Austin? Yeah. Aries I, I don't like the nagging injuries in matches. Ah, gotcha. I don't like that. Did he legit knee injury or work knee injury? What was that? Legit knee injury or work, in, work knee injury? Uh, like working. storyline? Okay. Yeah, working. Gotcha. And I didn't like that. But like I said, the Fatal 5 way match he's was... he's a high uh, flyer, so why would you... I don't know. Play this? Yeah. Maybe and then, like because I said, nobody else did knee injury that night. Yeah. And uh, the main event, like I said, was Joe and Bray beating the crap out of everybody. But they had, oh, a, few, they had a few good spots at the end, which was like... The last seven minutes like, of the match I was like amazing. I like the Joe and Brock thing, but I feel like they, they're pushing it too fast. Like I think they so, too. Built, they could have built up to it. Yep, but they're not. No. So They're going to just bury Joe and move on to the yeah. next. I give the, the pay-per-view literally like a C-. minus. No. Oh, okay, I was about to say do not do a star rating. No, a C-. minus. God. And that's their... Like, uh, like Money in the Bank might blow that pay-per-view out of the water. I of might course have to watch will. Money in the Bank. SmackDown's going to be good. I mean, SmackDown is good. They put out good product. Yeah. And the thing is... They took everybody from SmackDown and put them on Raw, and they're still suffering. Yeah. The writing well, no, is they awful. They gave them Owens. They gave them Owens. Oh, I mean, you know what I mean, Sammy. though. They took all the people that were hot on SmackDown and put them on Raw. Yeah. And they're still well, failing. SmackDown is the, the star-building show. It is, and because it's pretty much the experimental shows. Let's yeah. see. Uh, NXT, I'm experimental. Sure SmackDown, experimental. And then Raw is supposed to be, like, the top of the top. and that just that's bad. Raw is to make all the sponsors and stuff happy. Okay, I see that. Yeah, <laughs> but All yeah, right. I'm done with that. So, so C minus your grade for the extreme rules yeah. preview. Yeah, a low C minus. All right. Well, that was our five topics. I thought that, I thought they were fun. 
<clears throat> very uh, good. Yeah. My, yeah, this was way longer, way longer podcast than we originally how, planned. How, how long did we hit on this one? Oh, this, we've already been over an hour. We okay. usually try to set for an hour. Like that's when, because we because our well, live show our live show is going to be an hour. It's time to wrap it up. I mean, we can go as long as we want to. This is a podcast. This isn't like a this television is our show. program. Yeah, we can do we whatever, have no do whatever the hell we want to. Yeah, do what we want. Yeah, we are the creative here. <laughs> that's why it's so good or why it's so bad. I don't. I've, happy medium is the yeah. word of the day. We're finding the happy medium. And that's what we do. <laughs> Speaking of happy medium and mediocre stuff, Dutch, it's your time for you to give us your 30-second roundup. Ouch. Are you ready? At the end of every show, Dutch gives us a 30-second roundup for recap. Better, make, make sure you put call. in a, uh, like a knuckle-popping okay. thing pop here. here. There we go. Yep. There we go. There Boom. We go. Here we go. We ready? All right. Starting in three, two, one, Dutch, go. Okay, I think the um, signings of the UK talent is going to be pretty good for NXT. I think it's really going to uh, give a very different style of wrestling that nobody has seen in NXT yet. It's going to really, really be nice. I'm not, even, just, I'm not even timing this. Oh, well. New Japan Pro Wrestling coming over here with the G1 special. It's going to give a taste to everybody here in America. Ten seconds. That's, that's going to be nice. Sammy Callahan, my boy. Good job in CCW. Hope you kill it. Uh, what was number four? Oh, Rumors. Ring of Honor. Come on, Ring of Honor. Step it up. And WWE Five, gets four, a C-minus at best at Extreme Rules. Boom. Well done, Dutch. I don't know if that was 30 seconds or not because I forgot to time it on my phone. But No, it's well okay. Done. I was kind of like, uh, uh, uh. I was well kinda, done. Kind of... A lot of, we covered a lot words. of stuff. Covered a lot of stuff this oh, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, I like this show. I'm, I'm proud of this show. I am too. I'm liking it. But even one thing I'm even prouder of. Prouder? Of, prouder? Prouder. It's I'm prouder more proud. One more thing proud I'm of. more proud. Let me. But one mm-hmm. thing I'm more. Hold on. I'm going <laughs> to redo. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> but one thing I'm more proud of is the fact that we have a go live date. The date that okay. we are going to go live. Oh, yeah. Where you can call in. By you, I mean the listeners can call in. Now, we will give you the number the week before that you mm-hmm. can call in. Uh, we're going to have a website that you can go to to click listen live. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'll have the feed and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, we're finally putting everything together. We got all the pieces combined, all the puzzle pieces like in place. God, I so, love puzzles. June 20th. That is a Tuesday. Remember what I said at the first of the podcast. This is our big announcement. Now, if you don't understand what he said, that's a Tuesday because he's country. Tuesday. Did I say Tuesday? He said Tuesday. I hate you. I hate you. (laughs) Tuesday. Tuesday. That is a Tuesday. So, once we go live, uh, our live show will air on Tuesday, and it is traditionally live because you'll be able to call in. And you give us the topics that we were going to talk about, and we will discuss it with you, not between us. Yeah. You're not going to give a cop. Uh, you're not going to give a topic. We're going to hang up on you, and then we'll discuss it ourselves. It's <laughs> not how this is going. Uh, we we only have room for five topics, so make sure you call in as soon as we start. Yeah. Um, we'll have Dutch fielding the calls while I do the intro, and uh, from that point on, uh, we'll discuss topics with you, and we will be live. So uh, starting June twentieth, which is in two weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We will go live on Tuesday, but the recap and the list and the podcast will be up on Wednesday night. I'm yep. sorry, Wednesday yep. Wednesday morning. Midnight, Wednesday morning. Yeah. Wednesday morning. Uh, so we're gonna get we're gonna close it out, get it right up. That'd be right when everybody's scrubbing their butts. Yeah, yeah. And uh, right when everybody's getting ready for New Japan for wrestling. Paper oh yeah. But yeah. So once again, June twentieth. Uh, next week we'll have the website that you'll be able to find it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be available through our uh, our like. M- 
parent company, which is Triptych Media. Yeah. Uh, it'll be Triptych Media backslash whatever we, like, we'll say Wrestling Open Forum. Yep. Uh, that's where you can go to listen to the live feed and uh, get everything you need to know. Uh, we're talking about joining a family. We can't announce who. Uh, nope, joining a podcast family uh, soon. So big things are happening. Well, you start small, build from there. We're going to be a big fish in a small Grass pond Grassroots, yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to get pulled up to the main roster and... Be a small fish in a big pond. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then we're going to be the big fish swim with whales. <laughs> yes. That's it. Why do they got to be fat, so, dude? Come I don't on. know. Ah, uh, yeah. Once again, uh, we do need Twitter followers to make us seem like we're legit. Follow us. So follow us at Open Form Show on Twitter. We need uh, Bray Wyatt because he has people follow. He gets people to follow pretty well. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's 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 a leader. It's a lot of followers. We need to be leaders, and we need a lot of followers. What is that the patriarch? I love that word. Like, yeah, we okay. Yeah, that works. We uh, we're starting a cult. And that cult can be found at Open Forum Show. <laughs> Praise the leaders. But yeah, so. if you can, please follow us. Uh, we have a few sources uh, from ProWrestlingSheet.com, so please go follow, or not follow, just go check out ProWrestlingSheet.com on a regular basis. Uh, another PW Ponderings, another good site for independent news. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're a fan of independent wrestling in North Carolina, you can check out PWXPro.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a big show coming up with Evolve. A double That's shot with Evolve, fun. which is going to be fun. It's going to be on Flow Slam. We'll definitely uh, be talking about that next yeah. show, I'm sure. Dutch, where are you at on Twitter? Oh, gosh. Uh, just Christian, at Christian Dutch. Do you get on Twitter at all? Yeah, I dabble. Okay. I dabble. And I'm at PatrickWright83 on Twitter. God, we're good. Yeah. Short and simple. So, just, yeah, that's it. So, if you want to add me on Snapchat and see this we're not doing toothless that. wonder? Nobody gives a shit about your Snapchat. Are you sure about that? Yes, I'm, I'm positive. One thousand percent. Twitter. We're we're sticking with Twitter on the show. <laughs> Twitter and and we have some T-shirts coming out soon. Oh God, I can't wait to have a T-shirt. Yes. So yeah. we we're trying to do things big. Let's do it. We're then. a small scale trying to do live big. I'm okay with that. Yeah, and we need sponsors. We're homeless right now. We are. <laughs> we're doing this out of our box. We're we're on the street. We're, and, we're but, right but now. We're we're Brooklyn we, brawler. We found these amazing microphones in the trash can. <laughs> Oh, that's why that smells and like we made, really yeah, And we made this thing mayonnaise. happen. No, legit. Thank you guys for listening. Yes, thank uh, you. We are here every Wednesday till June 20th when we go live on Tuesday night, 7 p.m., mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 7 to 8, right before SmackDown kicks off. Yep. And, yeah, I'm so looking forward to it, and it's going to be fun, and I look forward to the unpredictableness. We look forward to the everybody unpredictability. That's the yeah. word I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to the unpredictability uh, of the public and you guys giving us topics and not only that, but being able to discuss them live with you, in, like not in person, but through the media waves. We need to put discussion with heated. Heated discussions is what it's going to be. I can guarantee maybe, you. Maybe. Because I mean, we're going to have yeah. some tool come in and Possibly. he's going to be like, and we're like, what was that? No way. Where are you from, Germany? Also, also, we will be up on iTunes very soon. Like I said, we had to get a few shows in the in the old... Beltsky. The Beltsky. Then the loop Beltsky loops. <laughs> nah. We He's had to, we had to get it, Yeah. We, <laughs> we had to get a few shows under our belts uh so that iTunes trust us to put their podcast. It's like podcast this is spam. On. Yeah. So uh we'll be on iTunes and we'll give you that information and get the website out next show. Get everybody ready for that first live show on June twentieth. Yep. So you can listen to us every Wednesday. At midnight. I don't know why I just say at midnight. Every Wednesday a new podcast episode is up. 
So listen to us once again. Follow us at forum at Open Forum Show on Twitter. And uh, good show, Dutch. Yeah, good show to you too, Pat. Sweet. Uh, we'll see you next week. Later. <laughs>